Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Lucas. I'm Sean McCaw. Yo, it's SEO Roper. And it's producer Pat on the call on the mic. Let's go, boys. We witnessed St. Louis sports history this last weekend when we watched St. Louis SC beat Charlotte FC 3-1 to in their first ever home match in downtown West. We were partying all day, and we discussed. The Battlehawks lost their first game of the year 2-1 to on the season. They come back home to the Dome this next weekend. Blues beat the Sharks, lost to the Kings this last weekend. They were both late games, so I didn't really watch much. I hope the other guys can fill me in on that. Mizzou is going to the SEC tournament. They got snubbed and pushed to the fourth seed. Roper is going to fill us in on that. This week we're drafting most iconic and recognizable logos in sports, and then we wrap things up with OTROT, so stay tuned. Before we jump into City, we're going to talk about what we're watching on TV right here because this is pretty cool. <laughs> we're watching indoor lacrosse. Have you guys ever seen this? Never, no. Never. <laughs> oh, this is It's wild. Toronto versus Philadelphia. I couldn't tell you their team names, but it's the cool NLL. Uh, the goalies. The goalies are some freaking units out there. Yeah, They're... they look like hockey goalies out there. No, he's wearing more than a hockey goalie. Oh, he looks like a sumo wrestler with all his <laughs> pads on. How do you even stick the ball into there? His shin pads are like over his pads like <laughs> Ooh, he's hungry. taking up the whole goal oh my gosh what are we watching? it's an empty stadium too <laughs> it's like family playing arena. at the flyers but we're a lacrosse podcast yes we are <laughs> we like the sport anyways switching gears back to city sc what do you guys think of the game this week how was it i'm still getting goosebumps i've been well i told you before we started recording I keep hearing the chants inside the stadium go through my head. Yeah, I keep going on Twitter and reliving everything. Yeah, I keep going back and looking at all my pictures. Yeah. All the videos. It's kind of tough not to relive that moment. I, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I had I almost teared up. Like it was that iconic for me. I don't know what it was. It, it was just this. The whole city came together to watch the. Uh, Three years in the making happened. When they were walking out onto the pitch, and they were like walking side by side, I thought I was watching a World Cup game. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> we had everyone there. It was wild. That I was just blown away. I knew it was gonna be great, but not that great. It was just so. It just kept getting better and better. Even though we were down one nil at the start, we were still bumping. Yeah, I was not everyone worried was, after that goal. Everyone was standing. No one was sitting. It was a blast. So is that a tradition you think that's going to start? Just everyone stands the whole game? Well, that's just usually what happens in soccer. I get any soccer game, and I, I hope I hope that's what – because it's, it's electric when we're all standing and chanting and clapping to the chants. It's a great time. What was your favorite chant? S-T-L. S-T-L. I like the one that did after the goal. It was – yeah that was good that's what i was saying yeah and then you do that the crowd goes that one a couple times and then the drum goes in it yeah that was uh when they just like that drum the drum Everybody chanting. And it doesn't stop either. It never stops the whole game. You, I bear, I 
thought I was not going to have a voice for this podcast. That's why I we still kind of don't. I know. <laughs> That's why we recorded on Monday. <laughs> yeah, we needed a break yesterday. Yeah. Was, yesterday was an all-day recoup day. <laughs> but Elvie was telling me this last weekend that he thought maybe I had the hot take or maybe Schrader did. But one of us said, I don't know about soccer games. We might get bored or the atmosphere. That was the coldest take of all time. Y'all weren't ready. The drum doesn't stop. The fans don't sit down. I want a different vibe. And I want to give a shout-out in uh, a little memory of me and producer Pat here, years in the making, years ago, used to go to the St. Louis FC games over in Soccer Park in Fenton. And just in one section or whatever, the, like one corner that we had a our like section, it was loud, and everyone was bumping the whole game. That's how I knew once we had twenty thousand of us doing that. That's where the Luligan started yeah, out there. Absolutely, we were, it, and that's how I knew it was just going to get better at St. Louis City with Think that about brand new stadium. Can we talk about that stadium? Just even beautiful walking outside, walking inside. God, there's not a bad. The there's not a that was, bad seat in that well, house. Well, you were at a game already. You saw yes, yes. Bayer Leverkusen, but for me, that was the first time I was in the stadium. Same. And I can't even tell you how many times I've driven past the stadium the last three, five years to Blues games and just downtown watching them slowly build it, and to be inside the stadium finally, it was. It's a different. That was feeling. very special for me. It's a def. It's definitely a different atmosphere. Well, they were anything I've ever experienced. They were smart in building it. I don't know how many feet under like sea level or underground, like under street level, to create like oh, that the pitch noise. is underground. Yeah, because yeah. so when that's... you walk in, you're on the mid concourse, and it yeah, goes and then you have down. to walk down to the pitch it's below right. street level. And it's better that way. It creates more noise and sound. It's awesome. Well, someone was oh. saying on ESPN Radio, I was listening this morning, that. The roof was designed to keep the noise in and like echo back onto the field, and I didn't think about that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh wait, that's why I keep hearing those chants in my head." <laughs> it was yeah. just bouncing off and back to this day. But let's I... recap the day. We so, started out in Shaw at my house. We right? pre-gamed, we and had then a, we... we had a Legrand sandwich. Me and I bought rope. A uh, Legrand sandwich. Oh, that's still in your good. fridge, by the way, Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Need that back. After Got the angry bill again. <laughs> next game, I guess. Um, but uh, we we started there, and then we trekked our way to the Metro. No, we went to the Armory. Oh, yeah, we yeah. went to the Armory first. That's right. Met up with uh, my brother and his buddies, who one of them has been begging to come on the podcast to give some Arsenal takes. Well, maybe. Maybe we another we day. might have him on. So he'd always shout use out Gunner. I just want to give a shout out to Kyle, Dan, Brendel, Tyler, John Henry, all the boys that met us at Armory. It was a fun shout time. out. Um, but I I had a great time with them and you guys, and we hung out. The Armory played some bags. Uh, it was a contentious game of bags. We only had three players, us three, we and I made you guys go on a team, and I played solo. Yeah. Was, yeah. You guys lit. did beat me at the end, right? Yes, yes. we Because we both busted. But Each of us won. fell back down to 15. That was a good game. Yeah. Um, but a- after the armory battle at Bax, we went, took the Metro. Uh, there were some Charlotte FC fans on the Metro. They knew that we were waiting for them at the train station. <laughs> Just like good old Green shit. Street hooligans. 
But then after the Metro, we walked through Union Station, got to walk by the were, pitch. Yeah, they had a band going at Union Station. It was rocking in there. We had uh, Maggie O'Brien's we walked past, and then we walked through City Park Plaza. The they Louis- had the Clydesdales out there? Oh, yeah. yeah. It can't be a St. Louis opening day without the Clydesdales. Right. Roper was saying they should have brought the Clydesdales on the pitch, and I was like, eh, yeah, that's might a mess up spicy the field. take. Yeah. <laughs> might mess up the field. Didn't yeah. think about that one. Yeah. And but then we went that, to our buddy John's house. John's apartment. Condo. Yeah, his yeah. apartment over two right, blocks, blocks from away the stadium, right by from the stadium. Yeah, it's a great pregame. Shout spot. out John. That was a great time. Popped some champagne. Yep. Drank some beers. And then we marched with the Luligans yes, we at did. Shafley's. Met back up with Tyler and Dan and all the, all the crew. Marched and what was the chant? That they kept chanting. Uh, St. Louis is wonderful. Oh, St. Louis is wonderful. It's the home of the toasted ravioli. Oh, St. Louis is wonderful. <laughs> that was. I feel like I I screamed that like twenty times. Yeah, I don't know why. But yelling that as loud as you can, ravioli sounds so cool in the crowd. Yeah, it does. Ravioli. <laughs> we were chanting that over and that over. That march was insane. We walked around Shafley yep. all the way up to the and stadium. And they didn't go back. No, no. Shafley's is right next to the stadium, and we walked west. Through the alley. We walked west. west, and then we went away from the stadium. Right. Down the next block and then circled, circled back, back to the stadium. Yeah. And we walked alongside it. And then I saw my cousin, shout out Daniel Dolan. What a guy. He was on the uh he works for St. Louis City SC. What a guy. Um and he was uh taking like photos and videos of us as we were marching. There's a lot of people taking photos and videos of the Luligans mm. marching in. And I'm glad we were a part of it. Yes, we were. When we circled back around that other block behind Shafley's, they were telling everyone to stay on the sidewalks, but the mob was too big. And so me and my buddy Christian, shout out Christian, we were like, no, we're taking this to the streets. <laughs> and we told the guy with the bullhorn, we're like, you got to go to the streets. <laughs> and so we took over the streets. They stopped traffic because the Lugans were yelling, too big. Hosted, home of the toasted ravioli. <laughs> We were mobbing. We were mobbing that night. And we had a wonderful time with the game. The national anthem singer killed it. Oh, we yeah. even uh, sang Home in the Blues <laughs> at, the, at the match. No, we said Home in the City. You guys did that? Oh, we did yeah. Home we in the did Blues. blues. <laughs> but the city cool. game, not the blues game, guys. I, Come on. I know, <laughs> but we... We heard a bunch of blues that game. Yeah, I mean... So we, we wanted to just keep that little tradition right there. But, uh... Uh, yeah, what else? Uh, they gave us another goal. They passed us another goal to Jow Klaus. For oh, the so win- now we're getting into the goal. That was a quick That was a quick oh, sorry. That was oh, the well, third goal. Right. But yeah, sorry. first goal of the game. Let's, let's, let's circle back. We'll we, circle so back. We're, we're walking in. Oh, it's yeah. so easy to walk in. It's so fast. Well, like, I, a, no, it was oh. fast for us because we were in the Lugan. Right, behind the supporter section. Section. No, but I'm just saying, it was so fast to get into that place. The security ah, was easy. It was so easy. That's because we were in the front of the Lugan thing. No, it doesn't matter we were in the front. We were in the back. We would have we, There was still a in. long line to get in, but it, wasn't, it went by so fast. 
I don't know. I, I think, think you were just really drunk. <laughs> no. I saw lines like a lot, like waiting for stuff. Maybe, maybe producer Pat came in and I came in at a good time. So I was, you I guys was were ahead of us. We lost each other in the crowd. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We were marching we in. lost each other. You guys we all walked ahead of Christian and I. But oh, I thought you guys were in front of us. Oh well, anyways, uh, we got yeah. into the stadium, walked around wonderful food places everywhere. Um, I want a quick shout out. Uh, there was an injury on the field during the match, and I went to go get a, a beer. I needed to get a beer. ran out of my beer. So I went down to the market-style concession stand where you can just grab a beer, and then you literally like put it on the thing, and it scans it for you, and you just pay really quickly. And how fast was I back in our seats? I, it took them two minutes. Two I was minutes. like, what? You, you got, got a beer, beer in two minutes? Oh, yeah. I they thought I just went and got a bathroom until they saw me with a beer and they were like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it was as fast as if I like stole it. But no, I paid ten dollars <laughs> for it. But it was all, it was all good. Enterprise wow. needs to upgrade. That's a- they have a couple of those like schnook style markets right. on the lower right. bowl just, of Enterprise. It's just, it's just you, like, luckily around you pay. I think it's just luckily that St. Louis City built a new stadium recently and they, they got made all the sure, new tech. Yeah. yeah, they made sure they made sure it was a state of the art for everything and the bathrooms were spotless we had a great time just every like at any point met up with so many people so easy to get around in the stadium oh yeah stopped at antonino's for toasted ravs saw caitlin kk uh and then she hooked it up at the end of the game with some free euros yeah those hey guys (laughs) (laughs) this is for us (laughs) hey we're, we got a shout out. We good appreciate food. it. We appreciate good food. Where we appreciate. Oh, absolutely. Thank uh, you. But let's go into the game itself. No, no, hold on. After you guys went back to your seats, Chris and I are walking around, and we walk to the other side of the stadium on the market side. The Michelob Ultra Club. You're supposed to have a wristband to get in there, but we're walking right behind this family, and we just kind of went like this. I kind of just flashed on my wrist and pulled down my thing. Acting like I had a wristband, even though I didn't, and the guy just let me in. Wow. So Christian and I went into the Michelob Ultra Club, got some draft beers in there. They had the cool aluminum collector's cups. How much were those? It was the same price as regular. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Just a cool but area. draft? You got a draft. That's nice. Yeah, I got a draft to start. And then the view of the arch over there is so cool, you guys. Really? Because you look directly left down Market Street, and then you see Union Station, and then you kind of can see Enterprise a little bit. And then you see, like, just like the the arch kind of. Yeah, it's like hidden behind the building. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's it's great a view over there. View. I didn't get to walk over there. but I, I made sure as soon as we got in, I wanted to do one lap around the stadium. Oh, okay. We did not have time for that. I, that's why we need to go to the next one immediately. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about their next game. Next well, home game is... Well, we're uh, going to recap the game. Like, let's, oh, let's, yeah. let's get into the game. I'm jumping the gun. You are jumping the gun. I jumped the gun, too, already. <laughs> but um, first of all, fuck number nine on Charlotte. Do we ever find out his name? <laughs> he did score a nice goal, though. Yeah. That was the first goal in City his- in city Park history. Yeah, sadly. But oh. he was being a bitch the whole game. Oh, my God. Diving, he's such an ass. Flopping like a fish out of water. Yeah, we, Roman we, Berkey didn't have any of his shit the yeah, whole they, game. He was getting up into his face it. multiple were, times. Yeah, they got into <laughs> it. Um, I know every time he touched the ball, 
uh, he's I think booed. it was Enzo Capetti. Yeah, yeah that's that sounds his name. right. Yeah, I Enzo Capetti. It, he every time he touched the ball, it was the same. It was classic. We booed him, just like yep. a over in Europe. It's awesome. <laughs> yep, but uh, yeah, he got the first goal in City Park, which sucks, but it is what it is. And then our first goal was an own goal. Was an own goal. Yes, yeah. it was. It was an our Charlotte goal. <laughs> <laughs> but I was on our own net. We'll take it. And then uh, it was a PK, PK which Woven rocketed into the Edward corner. Edward Loden went top in, upper ninety. Yeah, piss that missile. Dude, that that PK was sick. And that was to hit it. tie it at the half. Me right? and Roper thought we we thought it was gonna go over. I thought he was missing it too. We, we thought, oh no, he went high. Oh no, thought he, thought he missed it and he yeah. just exploded off his foot. And then it went upper ninety, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> the place was rocking before halftime. He Penalty got, kick upper ninety. Loden got uh, uh, man of the match that match. By he the way. did. Um, and then also they gave us another goal. They just handed us goals. Well, that one Klaus wasn't as bad as the Kip the... Keller fuck up. Yeah. Because think... Klaus kind of, I think the defenseman didn't realize how long of legs Klaus has. Because he kind of just went like, stepped his leg out and just like stole the ball. No, And, and then with the same move, he just goes, gold chip over the goalie. I, I want to stress, because there's been some ESPN power rankings, which we'll get into. That the national level they don't they're counting us out, which fine they let us let them sleep on us. But I want to say the people have been like saying, oh, every team's been giving St. Louis City a goal. No, they don't realize that we're playing energy drink soccer where we are high press all game, and it's been both times in the like 70th or 80th minute that they've it's just gotten to their heads. Teams are gonna make mistakes when we're playing like that. They're making mental error mistakes where he thought he could pass it back to his goalie and. Give it back to, you know, recycle the ball for a new possession. But no, we fucking we play high press. We, we do that on purpose. Get out there and get in their heads and score. It's a good take. That is a great take. I know, and I, I just hate that the national media doesn't realize that. But our, ener- us. our energy high press reminds me a lot of like Mizzou, Dennis Gates. Shout out Mizzou and Dennis Gates. It's I love watching that type of like any any sport. Of our teams that high play tempo. high tempo, high pressure, that's gonna what the enemies make the mistakes, and we capitalize on it, and that shouldn't be a shame against us. That's knock on them. Every time, this has been true for the last two games, I think. Every time City has the ball on the offense, they feel dangerous. Yeah, they do. I feel yeah. like two or three passes, and they're up the pitch. You, they're on you, a breakaway. You can. Send, they're getting a shot on net. They're getting crosses across the box. I don't think Giochini is getting the press he deserves because that dude, you can send it anywhere and give him on a run and he can yeah, outchase I was, I told Roper, I was like, Gio might be my favorite player because that dude was fast, the fastest on the pitch. He's pretty good. <laughs> he He's fun. the only current player on the team with U.S. national team experience. And shout out Blom, that guy. He's a stud as well. Yeah, he played a hell of a game. I love He played that a hell guy. of a defensive game. That's there's, for he's sure. a good there's a, there's defensive a reason, midfielder. There is a great reason why he has such a following from South Africa. Shout out South Africa. What a guy. He's a you South brought African. brought to St. Louis. And he, there's a reason why a bunch of like South Africans are fans of us over there. Hey, Blom, he might not be here long, but hey, while we have him, let's capitalize. And when I, I want to win cops this year let's talk about another player who might not be here long 
it was the St. Louis homegrown 17-year-old Miguel Perez who came on in the 87th minute. See that? That yeah, guy is a stud, too. The second player to get signed from the academy team to the first team. He's from Pattonville. He's only 17 years old. That guy is a stud. I was glad to see him. St. Louis Kind of a ceremonious talent. Yeah, coming yeah. in on pick, the... But Hey, it was a very, very out. nice touch after being up three to one, the end of your first ever home match. Oh yeah, in yeah. St. Louis, Taylor Twelman, St. Louisan was calling the game on Apple. Tim Parker really, really uh, controlled that. Oh, game. I, I love Tim Parker as like co-captain with Berkey. Those guys are awesome. We defended so well in the second, and like the end of the first half and second half. They did. There was like no chances for Charlotte yeah. in the second half. We really locked it down. Yeah, until we were up two goals, it was just like defend, defend, defend. And we locked the shit down. I have to agree. But uh, coming up, we have the Timbers, right? Yes. We Gotta have Portland. Saw them we're down. going out of Portland. We're traveling. It's 9.30 yeah, Central. Yeah, start. Going to be bumping at Amsterdam till we'll 11 that late. Oh, absolutely, dude. Amsterdam is open at like... 5.30 if they need to on a, like an early soccer game. They absolutely are going to be open. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be open. I think Amsterdam is going to be the WooCast official hangout spot. Yeah. Heard it here yeah. first. Amsterdam, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you, Amsterdam. So, you guys, I was kind of thinking the other day, it was strange to me that the Battlehawks had to play three straight road games to start the season but then if you actually think about the timeline of things, it makes so much sense. No, I agree. The Battlehawks, well, there's been a rumor going around that Caroline Kindle did not want the Battlehawks to steal any of City Thunder. So wow. there's a rumor that she asked The Rock to make sure the Battlehawks don't play their first home game until after City plays their first home game. Oh. Well, and it makes then, so much sense if you think about it. Then there's going to be the game that pretty sure Pat's going to in two weeks the next one March 18th we're playing on the same day St. Louis City and the Battlehawks will be having a game the that same is going to be very interesting I I think both both stadiums are going to be rocking you got you got football guy and you got soccer guy they're both going to their own separate ones I but there's so... going to be enough of them to go to both I mean obviously there's enough tickets to go around even at the Battlehawks, did they have enough drive and demand that they're maybe opening up the 400s? And A.J. McCarron said he wants every seat filled in that dome. And I think St. Louis can do both. We're hungry, dude. We are fucking starving for more sports. And now we have them. And we're going to cherish these teams. And we're going to show the rest of the nation that St. Louis is the best city for sports. There's I'm just my take. not so sure on the Battle Hawks though, like what do you mean? This I'm the, the I got city fever, up? dude. I'm I'm all in on city. Well, I am what too. I'm wearing, I'm all in on city right now. It's not. It doesn't have to be. They're stealing other. all my Battle Hawk excitement. I'm really not. We were Is just it because talking, they lost, right? And they just lost their first game. No, well that was city's two and zero. That was an away game, third away game in a row. We were bound to lose one of the three. You think we were really going to go three and zero on the road? And I mean, it would have been. I nice. was expecting them to go three and zero and come but, back no, home. No, I'm just saying. But hey, Anthony Beck took accountability live on Twitter. He said, "STL, that's on me." But we're going to come home 
to the dome that's going to be rocking and ready for a home opener, and we're going to have our own weekend but with think the about home this. opener. Think about this. You really think the Battlehawks home opener could top anything that what just happened this last weekend? You think it'll come no, close to no, anything like what, what we just experienced? I never said that. I'm not comparing the experiences. I'm not. I'm That's just saying I'm that saying people are going to show up. I'm, people it's are going to show up. People are still going to show up, and it's still going to be awesome. I'm going to need to watch the first game on TV. I think we just decided we're going to maybe do a live stream. Stay tuned. But we're going to watch Selection no, Sunday. We are. We are doing a live stream. It's not an if. All right, breaking news. Live breaking stream news. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Live stream is coming this Sunday, March twelfth, for the Lucast. The oh. Lucast will not be watching indoor lacrosse. We will be watching Selection Sunday <laughs> and Battle Hawks on at four p.m. against the Renegades. Renegades, right? Renegade, Dallas. which is which is technically the the we're fleecing Dallas. That's Wade Phillips' team, right? Yeah, it's like they – I think they're – is it the Roughnecks or the Renegades oh. that are better? Roughnecks are better. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. doesn't we're matter because we're going to beat both of them. Okay, but going all the way back to the loss of the Battlehawks. Yeah, well, the Defenders are a good team. They are a good team. That was our third game on the road. It's okay if we lost one. I, I And obviously I wanted us to go undefeated and coming home to the Dome undefeated, but that's fine. We made some mistakes. This team needs to play every quarter like it's the fucking fourth quarter, get their shit together, and, and we're going to fucking win. It was tough, I will say. It was tough playing against Jordan Tamu and the defenders. It was, it was sad seeing our former battle hawk. That was breaking news TV to Shaw. Factory. That was breaking news to producer Pat as well. I did I knew not that, know that. I knew that, Why didn't you fill us in on that? Well, I thought you guys already knew. Oh, he assumed. You assumed. He made it ass That's out, out of, of you. you and me. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, that, it was a tough game. I really wish that we would have beat some more ass in that brawl at the end of the game. We might have a rivalry spewing between the defenders and the Battle Hawks boys. And the Cup Snake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were sucking the dick out of the DC defenders. That Cup Snake fans. was pretty fucking lame, to be I honest. I can't wait for them to suck the dick out of the Battle Hawks. Could call <laughs> the Wall Nation, rocking that dome for the home opener with birds of war now. <laughs> and if I don't hear a Crocky sucks chant at the dome. Ask for a refund. Um, I want to see a Stan Kroenke pinata get destroyed at the tailgate, by the way. Didn't it do that last time, Battle Hawks played? Yes, it did. And we're going to bring it back. Roper once at every game. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. They should do it on the field. If you haven't heard... Listeners, Roper hates Crocky, <laughs> but we're not eight. Hey. As every St. Wilson does. <laughs> I don't know why Pat doesn't agree with me. I do agree with you. Yes, uh, Toronto's got the ball. Twenty seconds left. Oh. They're down by one. Oh God! Oh, oh, we missed. Okay. Uh, going back to that game, uh, we had some missed opportunities in the red zone. Where's their goalie? They pulled them. They pulled their goalie in the cross. You can't do that. Yes, you can. It Why is he lacrosse. shooting? Oh, he's just taking the clock out. Yeah, he doesn't have to shoot. 
Imagine the Philadelphia minus one and a half betters. Oh my god. <laughs> if you could bet what would you call that? The lax line? <laughs> it was minus one and a half. Off your wings. What do you call lacrosse ball? That is a pretty cool name. I don't know. Lacrosse ball means a cool name. I kind of wish that, that logo. Lame. No offense to Philadelphia, but that logo and the name should be in Washington, I feel like. DC Washington. The name of Toronto team, they're the Toronto Rock. That's pretty cool. That's like the CDL League name. That's the old. That is kind of lame because you know what the Rock is in Canada? What? It's Newfoundland. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a Providence. That's the furthest eastern Providence in Canada. Mm. But uh, going back to the Battlehawks. Battlehawks. Come on, boys. All right, Roper, you can change it off now. This indoor lacrosse is over. You can put basketball on. All right, here. Um,. Battlehawks, boys. I have a hot take for the Battlehawks. Is the AJ to Hakeem Butler our version of the Kelsey Mahomes? Well, I wouldn't take it that far. I'm taking it that far. Butler is insane. I don't think you're going to see Hakeem Butler hosting Saturday Night Live anytime soon. (laughs) But I will say I would not be surprised if Hakeem Butler made his way to the NFL next year. This dude is a Beast. He's a six-six tight end. No, he's a no. wide receiver, but he looks like he could play tight end. Maybe he's a big dude. Right. He runs routes like crazy. He's catching tutties like every game. <laughs> I know. What you pick? What, St. What, Mary's and BYU. Yeah, Ro. What do you think of Keen Butler? Oh, he's a stunt. Just like Austin Prole, and I. Uh, can we talk about Brian Hill? No, 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 no. Last Hakeem Butler tidbit. You guys know how he came on the team? How? He wasn't drafted. He DM'd the coaches and said, look at my tape from college. And the coaches were like, eh, pretty good. And so they gave him a practice invite, tryout, and he came out and he never looked back. Wow. I am also kind of mad that Dave Steckel resigned uh, as the linebackers coach because I feel like our linebackers were not playing as Dave well as Steckel? they were. Yeah, you don't know who Dave Steckel is? It's a Mizzou name, I feel like, right? He was a defensive coordinator for Mizzou, and then he was the Missouri State football coach our freshman and sophomore year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember him before Bobby Petrino. Yeah. 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 That name familiar. He was the guy that wouldn't let us play night games because we practiced most eight Bears practice during the day so they had to play their games during the day that's what he said that is on record <laughs> yeah that's how much dave steckle i hated that most day but hey he was a hell of a linebackers coach at the xfl i liked him on the battle hawks sucks he's gone um uh, does that kind of wrap up our battle hawks no, it does not at all. No, I'm just excited for coming back to the dome this weekend. Oh, Pat. that's right, the dome, baby. Dome's gonna be rocking. They're not gonna have eighty thousand in there, but they might have forty, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't bad. That's at least the lower bowl in the three hundreds, maybe. It's, oh, that whole stadium's gonna be filled up. Well, they're not they haven't opened the four hundred yet. yet. No, well, um, that's what I meant. Like what they could fill up. AJ McCarron's calling out. They could fill up the whole stadium. I don't know why they don't. Battlehawks, we want five $10 tickets. I will come and pay $15 a beer if you give me a $5 ticket like it's nothing. Like, take a playbook out of the Cardinals. 
what they do. Page out of their playbook. Yeah. Cheap tickets. Raise the prices up on everything else. People will show up. That's all you got to do. So the Blues played two games this weekend. They beat the Sharks and ended their seven-game losing streak. Six? Six. It was six games. It was six games. They broke it. The next losing streak has begun because they lost to the Kings on Saturday night. I didn't watch any of the games, guys, so I can't tell you what happened. <laughs> I remember Fantasy. It is one of the memories I do have of Seward. <laughs> um, when Pat dropped me off at Seward at Molly's, I do remember watching us lose 4-2, to two, it was, against the Kings. Yes, that is correct. I think we tied it, though. No. We lost 4-2. It was to never two. tied? It was never tied. All right, yeah, I don't remember any of that game, then. Yeah, there's not much to talk about when when it comes to Blues games specifically because there is so much more going on in St. Louis. And the mm-hmm. Blues are kind of sucking. It's kind of hard to watch this year. Yeah, we're an AHL team. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the trade deadline finally came and passed. Yeah. Breko and Krug are still members of the team. Which is good from my standpoint. I, I think you always need a... I don't know how you improve from Pareko. Unless you're paying gobs of money... How do you improve from Pareko? Picks, dude. It's time we just rebuild with first round picks like none other. I don't I don't like that take. That's I think how he's... you get studs. That's how you find cornerstone defensemen. Yeah, Alex but that's Petrangelo, all you, that... fourth overall pick. But then you're talking about a, about a ten year process other than a two year process. The rebuild will be a long process, Pat. I've been saying this from the beginning. Nah. It's gonna be a long process. But, all right, going back to the trade, we, me and Shaw will forever disagree on that. <laughs> what do you mean? What, can we go back to the Toronto Maple Leafs trade with O'Reilly where we fleeced the Leafs where he broke a finger? Well, I don't think we fleeced them. O'Reilly broken finger. And he's a broken finger. He should be back by the playoffs, though. Yeah, I mean, okay, for him we to lose in the we first round. We didn't fleece him. Can we what? just no, – Injuries are no, just can like – un- can, I, can, I, can I finish my point? All right. You cut me off. All Sorry. right. But, hey, I want to say that we fleeced the Leafs because we got a first-round pick and some prospects from them for an injured O'Reilly that's just maybe going to come to the playoffs for them that maybe, maybe get out of the first round. But think about it this way. They didn't trade for O'Reilly to make the playoffs. They didn't need his help to get there. No, I know that. They traded for him for when the playoffs start, and it's actually best-case scenario because he'll be rested, little broken finger will be healed, and he'll be ready to go. An unforeseeable injury. Like, they don't trade for that. No actually, team ever trades for that. Best-case scenario for them, really. Okay, but we're still fleecing them. <laughs> we're still getting a first-round pick with Army to have more weapons to trade in the NHL draft. Yeah, we're just looking forward to July. Let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> about Jacob I, I'm, Verano, I'm just saying, like, it's a Ryan O'Reilly trait. Like, he was broken, broken foot with us for most of the season. Hey, we'll drop him off to the Leafs, and maybe they can win a cup. Maybe about Verana, and we'll. T- oh, we did pick up Verana, and we picked up Kapanen. I we talked like- about Kapanen. He's pretty washed. What? He's a yeah. He's I have to I have to agree with Shaw. He's like wow. a want to prove himself. He's been bouncing around, dude. Verona's a little more proven. Caps won a cup with won a cup with the Capitals. No, he didn't. It was with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Capitan won a cup with the Capitals. I can tell you that right now. You guys always doubt me. Keep keep doubt me. <laughs> we're we're staying live on this. Let's let's see. Capitan. Take up Verona. Won a cup. Yeah. With the let's Capitals. talk about. Let's talk. 
Jake oh, scored a goal. Was that who I'm fucking thinking of? Did I? Yeah, Verona won the Capitals Cup. Capitan won with Pittsburgh. It's okay, right, I'm Bruce. sorry. I fucked up and I can only be right every now and then. <laughs> wow. Not all the time. Wow, you guys doubt me and we're right. <laughs> That's why we do it. That's man. why we That's always why we doubt. Do it. <laughs> we love you, Rope. We love you, STL Rope. I fucked up and read Verona. On Verona the... scored the game-winning goal, I think, That's... in Game right. Five against <coughs> Verona. I'm very Vegas. more happy with him. Yeah, he. How old is Verona? Um, Robert just had him pulled up. He had like twenty or thirty goals, like two or three seasons ago. Ooh, I like that. I wish we got a Timo Meyer. I'm kind of no. pissed where he went to Vegas. And you know what? It's not terrible because we made Detroit eat some of his salary. So I think he's only costing the Blues like two or three million. Yeah, he is. And, and he's only got one more year left in his deal, so he's gonna play next year, and then he'll be a free agent again. Oh, interesting. Armstrong has not been giving out long contracts to anybody. If you've been paying no. attention recently, no, Sammy Blay got a one-year, one million dollar deal for next year. Verana signed for one year next year. Yeah, I I'm know. Trying to find Verana here. Um. Can we talk about what Doug said at, at his press conference now? What do you say? He said this is going to be a two-year process. So we're not going to be good next year again. I would take what he says and then add like three. <laughs> Shaw. So like maybe Come like five on. years. I don't, but can Blues fans wait that long? Dude, we have one cup like ever. You really think like the Blues are just going to bounce back and just like yeah, I Be do. Up to that standard again? Yes, I honestly do. And I give you two reasons why. It's Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. Did were they the ones who carried us to the cup? No. So what gives you faith and faith and thinks that they could do that for us now? They're seasoned a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they got skill. They can score. There are Patrick Kane to t- and Taze. No. <laughs> it's a bad comparison. It's a terrible comparison. <laughs> I hate the Hawks. I'm sorry, but I'm just trying to compare nothing it. Nothing like that. I'm just trying to compare it to something. They're mediocre. They are not. They need veterans around them. Yeah, but we're not going to pay veterans. Y'all better be praying on Jimmy Snuggeroo. <laughs> I feel like he could be a godsend. Or Jake Neighbors. I think we put too much pressure on Jake. I honestly, I think we put way too much pressure on him to be really good right now, and he was not ready for it. I'm and liking, now he's injured. I'm liking the guy we got from Barbershev, Zach Dean. Zach Dean? I feel like if we don't rush him, he takes his time two to three years, he could be a solid, solid second, third line player, especially on the penalty kill. Mm. Rope, you got anything to add? No, this Blues team, I'm already fucking up and switching up players. Uh, it seriously is an AHL roster. I don't know what else you call it. I'm not betting on this team. I don't know. We've been fading this money. team. Whoa. Yeah. No, it's sad. But, but obviously, we're talking obviously about, well, this is... No, can I finish my point? All right, all right. It's obviously the state that we're in... 
So it's fine, and we're making the deals that we need to. Like what I was saying with getting the stacking up the first round picks, it's great. And I'm looking forward to this draft. If Doug Armstrong, he fucked up with David Perron signing to the Red Wings, not bringing him back. He's on my shit list right now, but if he proves himself with this draft and has a successful draft, with, I, I hope there's going to be some trades going on, and I hope that he makes some moves and improves his team to propel us to being back in the playoffs and competing for a cup again. Which we're talking about, which is how long do you think that would be, personally? Well, dude, you're forgetting that we still have... Bennington, we still have Shen. I think Kairou is a, is a fucking season away from being a breakout star. I really am high on Kairou. Thomas is obviously going to be playing well. We're we're still hope. We're not hopeless. It's not like the Battle Hawk or the, the Battlehawks. Battle the Blackhawks. Jesus. The, ba- the Blackhawks are hopeless. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying it's better than being them. And as long as we beat the Blackhawks, it's, we're that's winning, a winning season. It's a winning that's a winning season. season of yeah, my but what if the Blackhawks beat us for Connor Bedard? Then I'm going to fucking hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of him, I watched a little TSN mock draft lottery video. This was probably the dumbest thing I've seen in a while. But anyways, they put everyone's ball in a fucking bingo wheel, spun it around, and then they did the order. And, like, the way they read off the picks is they start from, like, 15 backwards. Yeah. And then when one of the teams gets picked, it, like, jumps over them and... The draft, so it's you know that they're going to be in the top three picks. Okay. And then the one they did, Vancouver moved up, and they were like, oh, is Vancouver going to be number one? But I think it was just a big troll because Columbus ended up getting it. Oh, really? The worst team in the league ends up with a 25% chance of, getting- of winning the first overall pick. And you can only move up 10 spots. So you have to finish... No worse than the twelfth worst team, or eleventh. Sixteenth. There's no, no, no. Those teams don't have a chance to get the number one pick. Oh really? I thought it was four. It's twelve and up. I think so. Okay. Huh. So, anyways, I want the Blues keep losing. I want Connor Bernard so bad. We're eighth worse, so we're not looking. Fuck selection Sunday. I think we should do a live stream for. Draft lottery. The draft lottery. <laughs> well, we're big good. time. We're, we're going to maybe do both. That's we weeks both. and months down the road. Yeah. I'm saying that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. We're going to be joining the hockey guy who also so does a lot of So, what do you show. think we're drafting? Shout realistic. Out the hockey guy. Realist. Real- if you go. Ideally, if- I would love number one. Right, but realistic. Let's be honest. We're not going to get past. The Blues, Columbus. the Blues' own first-round pick will be in the top 10. Okay. The Blues will have a top 10 pick this year. That's not. And if we could take that top 10 pick and then one of our other second, other first-rounders, I'd love to move into the top five. Yeah. This top five. They're the five. I don't think any. I don't know 
who would want to trade a pick, though. Yeah. Rope, where do you realistically put us in the draft? I would hope top five. But here's here's my question. What position? Like, are we going winger? Are we going center? What 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 I do think the boys need? Draft a defenseman. A we need defenseman? stud first round defenseman. I want the best defenseman in this draft class. Imagine if we draft like a Victor Hedman style. So if you don't get Bernard, Swedish defenseman. If we don't get Bernard, Bernard, Bernard. Why does everyone say Bernard? It's Bernard. Uh, Andy Bernard. <laughs> it's, it's weird how everyone. Like it's not just Pat. It's not Nick. It's Shaw. I mean, Jesus, cut that. <laughs> it's not just Pat. It's not just Shaw. It's everyone that refers to him as. Or Bernard and not Bernard. You just did it too. Yeah, I know. But anyways, Simon. So Simon Nemec Nemec Nemec. What country is he from? Slovakia. Nah. I think we need a we need a North American defenseman. I just looked up. Oh, that's twenty-two. And you know, you can't pick the best (laughs) one. Whoever the pundits say the best it's one is going to be. Axel Sandin Polika. Yeah. That's the top rate, like, rated defenseman available. So that guy will probably be a bust. And then we want, like, the second or third guy after that guy. That will be the star. Hmm. Uh, Mikhail Guliev. There we go. Mikhail Guliev. You know, I wouldn't mind an Adam Venatilli, though. David Reinbacher. Second overall. I know, but he looks... He's David the Connor Bernard consolation pick. Who's that? Austrian defenseman. Okay. Well, what about a Will Smith from USA? That's a center. Will Smith? Yeah, he's a center. Are you talking about the Will Smith who slapped Chris Rock in the Oscars? <laughs> Not that Will Smith. No. He's going to be slapping the puck. Are about the right? Will Smith who plays for the oh, Los Angeles guy, Dodgers? Will Smith, now that Pat says it, yeah. This guy looks like a stud. He's he's projected to go five. What does he play? Deceptive. Center. Deceptive handles the puck well in a rush. I think we need a center or a defenseman. I think we need another center. Obviously, I want a center. Because our only two centers right now are Robert Thomas and Chen. Let's be honest. Who's our third line center? Oh, I I agree Nobody. with that. Nobody, exactly. We need a center. And that's why we need Connor Bedard (laughs) from Regina. That's like near Vancouver, right? So, so Shaw is saying Regina. Well, maybe it is in the West. So, what do you trade to get Connor Bernard? You have to trade the world, right? No one's gonna trade for that man. No one will trade him. He is a generational player. He's a franchise-changing player. Whoever wins the draft lottery. We'll be jumping and cheering in the streets. They'll be printing his jersey as soon as the draft lottery is over. He's yeah. that good. Yeah. yeah, obviously. I I really hope we can get Bedard. I think we've talked as about this long, in the pod before. As long as the Battle Hawks or Blackhawks, Jesus, we're I don't even want to name them. The team to the north that shall not be named in the NHL. As long as they don't get Bedard, I'll be somewhat happy. And if the Blues get Bernard, I'll be ecstatic. And that's my take. Last thing. What year was Connor Bernard born in? 03? 
04. 05. 05. Wow. Yeah, you guys are that old. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty Seven old. years younger than me. Yeah. So the dude's 20 or 18. I'm 20. Wow. And he's that much better at you. At and he's hockey. that oh, much well, better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's going to happen when you play hockey when you're fucking six months years old. All right. To another team that is actually winning and going to be in the big dance. It's locked in at large bid no matter what. We are the fourth seed in the SEC tournament. That is Mizzou. We got snubbed. Dennis Gates got snubbed out of a SEC Coach of the Year nominee or nomination or award. And Nick Honor, I don't know if Shaw saw this, his favorite Mizzou player, uh, tweeted robbery when the news was announced that it was a co-SEC Coach of the Year uh, split between the Texas A&M coach and I think think Vanderbilt's coach could be what? wrong yeah they did co- they split the award yeah look it up and Mizzou's coach didn't get even one of them no and it's bullshit because this what yeah and let me tell you why That's this team really whack. let me tell you why this team projected at the start of the year all the of course pundits ESPN guys they had us doing nothing this year we were gonna be shit they were expecting nothing out of Mizzou and we were a force. We took down Tennessee, took down Arkansas, we took down Kentucky. Like, we're no joke. It, and it sucks that Dennis Gates in his first year coming from Cleveland State comes into Mizzou and is a powerhouse in SEC again. And he doesn't even get a nomination or win the award for SEC Coach of the Year. Wow. Wow. But it's okay. That's fine. Whatever. They can sleep on us all they want. We're going to – I saw there was a projection. I don't know how new this is as of us getting the fourth seed in the SEC tournament, but they projected us, I guess, as an eight or nine seed in the SEC – or in the NCAA tourney, and that would mean uh, they put us in the same bracket as KU. So if if and when KU wins their first game against the 16th seed, which might be SEMO, actually. Shout out SEMO. Uh, they would probably play us. I think I would have to look who we were matched up with, eight or nine wise. Yeah, but what what if we do? What if we make it to the SEC championship game? Does oh, it- then we're definitely getting a higher seed, probably like a four seed. It's in that, that eight or nine seed, that shouldn't be where we are. Come session Sunday, we should be higher than that. But we would be playing Memphis. They're ranking us as an eight seed, playing Memphis as a nine seed. Uh, in the same bracket I as KU. I want to avoid that 8-9 seed at all costs. Oh, absolutely. Because if... I, I mean, I kind of don't want a 5 seed because then you're always mashed up with a 12 seed who... 12 versus 5, by the way, guys. Yeah, I'm you gotta taking watch all the 12, 12 this year. They probably are going to beat the 5s. Anyone can win this tournament. That's why I love the Selection Sunday. It's different. There's not a clear winner. Like anyone, yeah. This, anyone this is going to be the hardest year. This is going to be the hardest win. year to win the the one million. I know we say that, but this year is, it's. It, there's been how many number one changes throughout the whole year? Oh, it's plenty of times. Like we don't know what type of Alabama team will be playing. Ku, they've been wishy washy. It's it's tough. It's going to be. It's not like a clear 
who's going to be in the Final Four and who's going to be in Natty. Like, it sometimes is, mostly. Yeah, we don't have a Gonzaga. We don't have a Baylor, you know? Right. They're all... Not Duke. Even. We're all on the same level. Like How's the, Puke doing this year? I haven't even caught well, up. Well, they don't have Coach K. That makes a difference. Oh, we're about, about to watch Cleveland State. Wait, did you say Duke? I said Puke. You said Puke? Yeah. All right, that's what I thought you said. Yeah. But then you said Coach K, and I was like, I hate am puke. I deaf? It's awful. It's awful over there. I'm definitely a UNC kind of fan. <laughs> but uh, we are going live on Sunday, if you haven't heard. we've I think we've mentioned this before, but we are doing a live selection Sunday where we're going to go through each uh, region of the bracket with a bunch of our friends, and we're going to be live on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, our YouTube channel is Lucast, uh, and our Twitch hasn't been made yet, but it's going to be Lucast three one four. So, so this week for our draft, we're going to do most iconic and recognizable logos in sports. And by sports, we're talking about the Big Four, NHL, NBA, MLB, and the king of them all, the NFL. All right. Let's do the, the order. Shaw is always number two for some freaking reason. Rope, what do you want? One or three? One. Hey, Siri, pick a number between one and three. And it is... She said on it. Uh-oh. Siri's delayed. It's two. All right, one or two. Rope? One. Hey, Siri, pick a number between one and two. One sec. Siri's a little slow. It's two. So Ropa's last. What do you know? <laughs> hey, you've had, like, first the first, the last two times. You'll snake it back. You'll snake it back. Yep. All right. All right, to kick it off, I don't even have to think twice about this. It's the New York Yankees. Fuck. Damn it! <laughs> Their logo is on everything. Everyone wears a Yankees hat, and it's just it's a fashion statement. Yeah, that that N and Y or the N and Y N and Y you can't really beat. <laughs> the Yankees win. Is that one of the oldest teams in sports? I'm gonna say yes. In like American sports, I guess. I'm gonna say yes because European yeah. goes back way back, but Whoa. but. An American, like, do you think is that the oldest team in America? I wanna, I wanna check that. But I mean, the oldest team in America is probably the Iroquois Indians in the lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they all Native Americans, dude. I would love to go see a Native American sporting event back in the day. Oldest sports team in America is the Atlanta Braves. America's original team. Wow. Weren't the Braves originally a Milwaukee team? They're in Boston. Boston Braves? But. Yeah. I'm almost positive. They could have went from Boston to Milwaukee to. Yes. Atlanta? Correct. That doesn't sound right either. No, that is. That is right. Because I'm almost positive Hank Aaron was with the Milwaukee Braves. That sounds right. Somewhat, uh, where's Producer Bryce Pat? when we need him? Um, Producer Pat, some Braves Bryce, history. I know you're rolling in your car right now, but I'm, I know for a fact it was the Milwaukee Braves. Yeah. The yep. Milwaukee Braves, 1871. Yep. Thank you. But right. were they ever the Boston Braves? 
You might. Just, I don't know. You might just be thinking of the Boston game plan with the Boston Rebels. I'm trying to look, boys. Fictional there's, movie. There's Shout out to Wayne and Rock Johnson and Madison Pettis. The Atlanta Braves. It says the Atlanta Braves are the longest-running club in North American sports. When I typed in Boston Braves, it brought up the Atlanta Braves. The Braves? The team was... Wait. Wait. Hold on. As their original moniker faded and got reassociated with Cincinnati, they became known as the Bean... Yes, me and, me and Roper were originally right. Started in Boston, Started moved in to Milwaukee, Boston. moved to Atlanta. Yep. The yes, Braves. Yes. That sounds you right. You're right. You're correct. All right. Well, Good fact check there. That is not. That was that's teamwork some right there. A little trivia tidbit. But yeah. Are we ta- we're still talking about the Yankees, right? Yeah. Yankees. That's America's team. Every Fuck the rapper <laughs> is wearing a Yankees hat in their music videos. They are very famously known, like in fashion. I mean, it. it's everywhere. And yeah. it's part of America's pastime for the Cardinals to beat both of them in the playoffs. That's very true. And moving on, Pat, your first pick. I think the most iconic logo in NFL, the Dallas Cowboys. The star. It's a star, dude. It, yeah, but everybody knows what it is. I would disagree with you. You think people in Europe would know if you just showed them a star that was the Dallas Cowboys logo? But if you showed any person in Europe a New York Yankee logo, they'd be like, that's the Yankees. That's yeah, New York. But we're talking about America and what people recognize in America, right? Who cares what people recognize talking in Europe? Talking about most iconic, most iconic sports logos, logos and sports. Which I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys. But we also... Okay, it's just a star. We also... Yeah, so what we, if it's a star? It's the most iconic one. If you I think guess. a star, you think of Dallas Cowboy, right? I think of Dallas Stars. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about that one. Dallas Cowboys. I hate how this podcast thinks that they're the OG original America's team. When, in fact, it was the (laughs) San Francisco 49ers with Joe Montana and Jerry Rice that were the OG original America's team. Is that going to be your pick? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just (laughs) saying that you guys are making this into uh, Dallas Cowboys or the own iconic America's team, which they are right now. That's, I guess, in our lifetime, they've been America's team. But I'm just saying, earlier, when it was our parents growing up, it was the San Francisco 49ers America's team. So well, who is it? Who Who is first? Well, Aren't they the first America's team? I don't buy West Coast football. What do you mean? I don't think they know difference. how to play football the right way. Why would it matter if you're on the West Coast, East Coast, or Central? No, football is a Midwestern, Southern sport. Midwestern? Does not thrive in the West. That's a hot take right there. Okay. I I mean, I respect that. Football powerhouse teams teams, are coming from the Midwest and the the South. South. From the South. What about about Cleveland, the home of football? That would be a Midwestern powerhouse team. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> it's not all in the South. It's also Cleveland. And all right, it's my pick, right? Yeah. It's- okay. I have two picks. Stick with NFL, I guess, because I have two picks. Like, I was going to rank the, my second pick higher, but just stick to NFL. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. Because I feel like every college or even high school sometimes uses that Green Bay Packers logo. Like, even Georgia. Yeah. Even, even Georgia Bulldogs use that same exact G. Just yeah. a different I, color. <laughs> yeah, but everyone knows it as the Green Bay Packers. 
Yeah, you're not wrong. And I'm not disclaiming that pick. That's, that's one pick. of the oldest franchises in NFL, and not they're the very oldest. iconic. I said one of. Yeah, okay. One of. Okay. Don't correct me. All right? I I don't know why, but you keep butting me in or butting <laughs> into me. But, hey, I just know that the Green Bay Packers are the most iconic logo in the NFL, and I'm sticking with that. And then I'm going to go to NBA, and I'm going with the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. That basketball surrounded by the stars. With the purple lettering, it doesn't get better than that. Another former Milwaukee team that abandoned the city. Wasn't it? I thought it was Minneapolis. That was Minneapolis Lakers. Come on, dude. Y'all, y'all Minneapolis were Lakers? I, yes, it was the Minneapolis Lakers, dude. It's the state of a thousand lakes. That's why they were named the Lakers. Mm, I don't know. And they were so iconic. Oh, my God. All right, I, here we I go. have to agree. I have to agree with Rope. I'm agree with Rope. I think it's they, right. I they even have throwback jerseys that says MPLS from Minneapolis. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, I know. I, yeah. I'm not doubting you on this. I know. One. All right. Sure thank is. you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Minnesota, Milwaukee. Wow, Bryce would be rolling in the car M's. right now. Sorry, Bryce. Again. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. I'm going Lakers and Packers. Can't get more iconic right, than those I, franchises. I'm going, I'm going. Oh, there's so many good picks left. Oh, I know. I can't wait. You guys haven't said my. I thought it was going to be my first pick, but. Okay. Um, it's a value pick. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Bulls. Chicago Bulls. Wow. You know, if you turn him upside down, it looks like a DJ or like a alien point, like being a DJ. Yeah, but but if, I just want to if say you're that. from Chicago, everyone's repping the Bulls. Well, that's your only team. I know, but it is pretty cool looking. It's like very cartoonish. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this the is third period too. My... The puck line lost. Thank you, guys. Thank you for reminding me. All right. I thought they were only in the second period. All right. We're back. Wait, you don't get get overtime on puck line? No, it's puck line. How can they win by two points in overtime? Bruce Pat does not know puck line. Oh, I didn't know it was two points. I'm sorry. I thought it was one and a half. Puck line means minus one and a half. That means at least win by two. Oh, Oh. sorry about that. Going back to the Chicago Bulls logo. Yes. I do like how it looks like it was designed in Windows Paint from around like the year 2002. But it was before <laughs> that. It was way before that because. No, it's, MJ- it's old school. They yeah. changed it. It's iconic. I think it's the There's most no iconic person it. in sports ever that wore it. Person? Well. A bull is a person? Mm. I'm saying the most iconic MJ. person wore it. Oh, uh, yeah. But okay. Yeah. But well, they it don't sounded even... like you were saying the most iconic person is the logo. No. Sorry. no. Wait a second. Does it... No, I see what you're saying. Well, I'm thinking too hard here. Oh, uh, okay. The Bulls don't even have that logo on a jersey, though, right? Yeah, they do. It just says Bulls. It just says Bulls. They don't have that logo, like, on their oh, actual that's right. uniform. You're right. I forgot. Is every team like that? That can't be right in the NBA. Because yeah, Milwaukee they has to say, the... Like, they're... They all just say, like, either – well, I mean, some teams have, like, the logo with the number. But most cases, 
most cases, it says either the city name or the team name. Obviously, we are not a basketball podcast. I no, couldn't even not. tell you. You need to <laughs> right. shut up on NBA. <laughs> what honestly, a basketball jersey costs. looks like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, my pick is the Bulls because I think the most iconic person wore it mm-hmm. in sports. All right, it goes back pick. to like Shaw. My second pick. I think we're going to hockey here. I don't think you guys have taken any hockey teams yet. Damn it, dude. Don't take. All right, fine. Take them both. And I got the whole board. Do not take either of these two teams. This is tough. You're going to take one of them. I know you are. It'd be a shame if you didn't. Well, it I sounds really like he's know. already going original six. I can't decide which one. They're all iconic. What do you, the original two, six. you get two picks, so take them both. Oh, Come clearly on, I didn't we, do any research here. Uh, yeah, uh, you never do. Pander <laughs> already. <laughs> Come on. All right, I'm taking the Detroit Red Wings. Damn. Dang it. Ferris Bueller's day off. Cameron's oh, wearing Cameron the Red Wings jersey. Yeah. And when you look at it, you're kind of just like, what the hell is this thing? What's the tire with a wheel, baby? <laughs> you're like, what Motor the city. hell is that? Motor City. Oh! Oh one? my God! He just finally got that. Wait, is that why they put a wait, wheel Shaw? in the Red Wings logo? <laughs> oh, I did not know. <laughs> really? Are you being serious? I'm dead ass. You connected those dots for me, so thank you. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm, I'm I've dying, known this since dude. I was like seven years old. Yeah. Wow. I'm breaking news to Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, wait a minute. You guys, why would I ever correlate the Red wait, Wings wait, to Motor City? Because wait, they have a wheel what, in it. I what? never knew that was a fucking wheel. Look you at the logo. Tire? We don't call them the wheels. We call them the wings. Logo. Look at it. There's a tire in it. The blue? I, okay, but I'm you not know, looking at the tire. Oh, wait, I'm looking wait, at the wait, wing. Wait, They're called on, the wings. On. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You know They're the not blues. called the tire. You know, <laughs> you know the blues have a wing on their note, right? It's a blues note with a wing on it. You know that, right? That's yes. Sure. Okay, well, it's the same thing. But when thing. I look at deal. the blue note, but it's we're the same called deal. the notes. So I look at the note, not the wing. What do you want them to do call them? Not... The wheels? You want them to call them wheels? If we if they were called the wheels, I probably would have figured that the out a long wheels? time ago. Oh my god! <laughs> Overtime Barnhill's listening to this. Sharks, oh good. They take Jets and Moneyline. Good. I hope. If they're not going to cover, we hope they lose outright. Yep. Good. <laughs> but I am just still shocked you did not know the wing and the wing, and you took them as your most iconic sports logo, and you even realize the iconic part of the logo. <laughs> Yeah, that is, that's, that's, that's a good actually point. pretty incredible. That's a good point. All right, swing it back on your last pick. <laughs> My last pick. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't. After that the original <laughs> six embarrassment, I'm gonna step away from the ice, and I'm gonna go back to the diamond. I'm gonna take the birds and the bat. Oh, he's going back to his roots. Just go back to my roots. Go back to what I know. Wait, two birds, one bat. But isn't everyone know more know of like the Cardinals? STL is more of her like logo. STL and a hat rather I than. I think a he's bird just taking both. No, you can't take. Which both. one's more iconic? Which one's more iconic? The Cardinals birds on the back or the, the birds STL? On the bat. It's the birds in the bat. 
I I okay. kind of have to agree with Shaw there. I think. I mean, I I see what you're saying, but you had to pick one. I I, I mean, I <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, hey, it's good for the Cardinals. You have two iconic logos, but I just wanted to know which one you were taking, Nate, because you did say birds on the bat, so I want to make sure it was that logo. Mm. And that is more iconic than I think just the Yankees logo, because the Yankees don't put that big NY on their jersey. That's only on the hat. No, right. they do. On their pinstripe, they put it on their right shoulder. Yeah, what over on the, the shoulder? They don't. Right they here. don't have it like center face, like the. Yeah, but they have the cards. pinstripes, man. Yeah, which I that's... think is actually kind of lame. What? Oh, that's an iconic look. The pinstripes. pinstripes? I hate the pinstripes. No, pinstripes are lame, dude. I hate the pinstripes. I get it. That is historical or whatever, and supposed to be like retro, like the Cubs and the Yankees, and I guess the Phillies. Uh, what? Are, what are, who else wears pinstripes? It's Rockies. That. Rockies wear pinstripes. Really? San Which, Diego Padres do. Yeah. This is a great trivia question. Yeah. Which MLB teams, or how many, wear pinstripes? I think we named them all. There's not that many. Phillies, I just Yankees. I pinstripes. Cubs. Oh, <laughs> that's right. 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 Oh, right. here we go. Cubs. White Sox, Rockies, White Sox, Marlins, so. Brewers, Marlins, Mets, Mar- Yankees, oh, Marlins Phillies, used Padres. To. The Marlins used to back in the day the when Brewers? they won the World Series. Brewers yeah, the do. Brewers do now. They do they, now. they used to not. They yeah. went back to their roots, I guess. All right, so recap your picks, Shaw. Yankees, Red Wings, Cardinals. All right. And I'm taking, I think, the most iconic hockey logo there is and that is the canadians damn it pat took my pick that was the other team and i was looking yeah for. i think that when you think of hockey the, the habs, habs the habs the toilet seat which everyone <laughs> thinks the h and the c stands for the habs but it stands for hockey yeah correct and i think the the canadians where hockey was born it's just it's it's the most recognizable one in hockey you would have to say assume correct i mean they have 24 26 stanley cups oh hello <laughs> we're doing most iconic logos sports logos, sports logos. you gotta um, you got a honorable shawl mention. shawl over this here oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy didn't know that there was a wheel on the red wings logo until just now five minutes ago. <laughs> man he did not well, he know said, yeah, 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 it makes sense. But no, think about it. I'm not looking. They're called the wings. Right, you're looking I'm looking at the wing. I'm not looking yeah, at the tire. That. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's, it's, yeah, it There's always more nuance to Yeah, we thought yeah. it was funny. He, he did not know there was a tire in the Motor City for the wings. Yeah, Motor City. <laughs> Luke Cast. Love it. Is um, that, so is that your... What's that's your three my, picks? My three picks are the... Cowboys, the Canadians, and uh, what was my last pick? The no, you had the Canadians was your last pick. Your middle pick was oh, uh, I can't for, can't remember. Oh, the Bulls. Yeah, Bulls. The Bulls. Right. Can't remember it. <laughs> Not Anyways. that memorable. <laughs> Anyways, that brings me to my last pick. Right. Yep. So I could go with. All right, you know what. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. 
That's a good one. That's a good one. It's where it's so iconic that it's only on one side of the helmet. And on your helmet, so it's only on, I think, the right side, but I could be wrong. The Steelers but, logo has been untouched for centuries. Even though it's black and gold, but it has the red, yellow, and blue. It's, so, just, it's just known for championships. It's so simple. Like, yeah. what the hell? They put their name, and they put... Three little it's like triangle the, diamond thingies. That's like it represents like steel, like the steel, like I think. No, don't. Pat, does this represent steel? Like, then yeah, like, yeah. It's like when you pound steel and it brings up sparks. It's like sparks. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Those I agree. Used to be sparks. Yeah, for the Steelers. Yeah. Then why aren't they all? What does the red and blue represent, Adam? That's the colors and fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. I agree right, with that. that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. That was, I, that's probably what I was going to come to, but it would have taken a little, little bit more thought. But, Pat, I love it. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. All right. And that's what that I mean, it doesn't me. matter. It doesn't Sorry, matter what Guys, I get ridiculed by a Steelers fan every day of my life. So, <laughs> who him? No, not no, him. his boss. My boss is a huge shout out Travis, by the way. Yeah. Um, he is a huge Steelers fan, and he just always bellies up to me and says, "How many championships has the Finns won? How many championships has the Steelers won?" That's what it boils down to. At <laughs> the end of the day. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Some here's some backstory to the Steelers for Shaw, because Shaw has been whacking on the. <laughs> on the backstories. On the backstories of these iconic logos that we've been drafting all night. Um, it's based on the Steel Mark logo belonging to the American Iron and Steel Institute, which was created by U.S. Steel Corp., according to Steelers.com. Huh. That is interesting. Huh. So one of those boneheads designed a stupid logo for their steel company, and the and Steelers kept it. adopted it. Why not? Yeah. The it, Pittsburgh tradition. became... And they only have uh, they, one on one became, side of the yeah, helmet. Yeah, I already said that. And no. they came, it came to the franchise in 1969. So it's been their logo for how many years? Is that, uh, 1970 to 50 years, basically. Yeah, centuries. Yeah, over 50 years. <laughs> so uh, I want to go into some other picks. I wanted to take the Boston Celtics. Yeah. That was in our team. I think the Rangers in the Leafs have more iconic jerseys than the Red Wings. I was really pandering there. The Rangers there. don't have a logo, though, really. It just says Rangers. But it says it's sideways, dude. The diagonal? Yeah. <laughs> sideways. <laughs> no, that it's going... The Dallas logo you were talking about, that's sideways. That's perpendicular. They yeah, were... you're right, you're right. It's diagonal. going sideways and up and down, so that's diagonal. And... I mean, the Maple Leafs, the dig I have at them is they rebranded. They don't even have that, like, simple, like, 2D font that they used to have when we were growing up. You know what I'm talking about? That, what do you mean? I'm talking about when the Toronto Maple Leafs had their jerseys. Look at their jerseys now with the Austin Matthews era. It's way different than the ones that we grew up on where it's, like, the simple 2D version where it's just a, like, simple leaf. But now it's, like... The like more extravagant, I guess maybe more retro old style leaf. Oh, you liked it when it was. <sighs> no, I'm just. I, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, that's my dig at like an iconic logo. Like, why you don't even change it? You're saying you don't like the one where the leaf was no, all like. No, I'm fuzzy. not. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying if it's so iconic, why not 
keep it the whole time. But they had to change it. They changed it to a simple 2D version, and now they're back to like the old oh. version. I don't know which one was first. I don't know. And they also had the St. Pat's that, which was a pretty cool, pretty cool switch. But all right, here's here's another pick I had. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. I I mean I hate the Chiefs. What about and the LA team, Dodgers? Another team I hate. The Dodgers. I sure. Mean, just saying, Dodgers. I think that's a pretty cool logo. Just the, you, word, oh, the lettering. Here's here's trivia for you. Do you guys know what Dodgers is named after? I know it started in Brooklyn. Correct. Correct. That's very. That's they would dodge oh, draft Dodgers. Draft Dodgers. No, yeah, they would what, dodge what, traffic. What specific, right, but specifically what kind of like. Subway cars. No. They would Subway dodge, cars do not. They would dodge, dodge traffic. traffic. Subway surfers. It's, it's named after taxi drivers in Brooklyn that would be dodging traffic and would be. Like driving around, out. yeah. That's oh. that's your little trivia history from that's your upper Chicago Blackhawks. That's an uh, iconic logo. I'm not I I'm sorry, I hate we're, it. We're never picking that logo. I don't I'm, no, that, I'm not but it's saying I'm iconic. picking it, but it is iconic. It's Wayne's World, like Wayne's World, Party Wayne's on. World. Um, I they're now the Las Vegas Raiders, but Oakland Raiders. Uh, Raiders. You don't like that. Now it was pretty iconic way back in the day. When uh, John Gruden was there? No, like... Um, or when John Madden was there. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, another NHL pick that we didn't take. And I know they're not original six. I get that. That's fine. But actually, there's two of them. Buffalo Sabres or Pittsburgh Penguins? Mm, dude, those are both yeah. whack. I think they're really iconic. I have to agree with Rook. Huh? Thank you. On the Penguins. What was the other one? I didn't hear the other one. The Buffalo one. Sabres. No. That one's no. not. The, the Penguins one, what yes. What do you mean? I'm talking about the Buffalo Sabres logo that they just brought back and like now no. they are. No. No. Those all stand. No, I think it's the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguin. I think Buffalo that's. Buffalo Bill logo. Now, Buffalo that one's Bills. cool. That one? Yeah. Give you that. What about Edmonton Oilers? Uh, they've had some dumb ones through the year. Really? I know. Bro, I get what you're saying. I know. Like I know what the, the oil, thing. the oil. You don't drop. like the comet? No, I was just the stupid. comet, the oil comet drop. I was about to say the New York Islanders have a cooler logo than the Penguins. Oh, here's a, here's a football one that we all miss, the New York Giants. Yeah. Like me and Roper on the same website. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bleacher Report. Why no. don't we talk about? Canceled logos. Bring back Chief Wahoo. Oh, the Cleveland Indians. That that one is actually really cool. Redskins. Chief Wahoo. The Redskins logo. You guys ever see the South Park <laughs> episode where yeah. they name their company the <laughs> Washington Redskins? We do absolutely nothing. Right. That is that, <laughs> that is a hilarious up, episode. Start up, cash in, sell out, bro down. <laughs> to you guys. All right. What's the breaking news? We <laughs> are. We were talking well, about no, OTROT. No, this, no but this is uh, this is not good news. This um, is terrible, awful news. And the 69ers RB curse continues. Joe Mixon, who was on the 69ers this past season, has shot a child. What? What? This is live breaking news. I'm breaking this to you guys now. He shot a child. What did that Ohio, child do to him? Police are currently on the scene. 
Where are you hearing this? This is literally from Twitter. Who tweeted it? Oh, verified account. Which Y'all one? are going to be looking like jokes when you guys are doubting me. I'm not We're doubting not you. We just want a, we know, want a credible I know, source. I'm, I know. I'm saying. I'm just saying. We just need to know what this child did to Joe Mixon. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, He was God. having some problems recently. Like, he was already under investigation for uh, pointing a gun at his what? baby mama or something or saying, like, threatening to this kill her. This man would score, like, two touchdowns almost every other week. CTE in the NFL, man. It does It does things. We see that live with Antonio Brown going on right now. All right, after further investigation, producer Pat has read us a statement that said, what? Uh, some kids were fighting with Nerf guns. They were. It was a Nerf gun war outside Joe Mixon's house, and Joe Mixon decided to blast someone with a Nerf gun. On his own property. <laughs> thinking someone was going to rob his own house. With a Nerf gun. With a Nerf gun. Oh, jeez. All right, so clearly Joe Mixon is in the wrong on this one, and I'm going to backtrack that statement from earlier. <laughs> well. Wait, Unless wait, this explain? Nerf gun was spray-painted. Wait, explain the situation again? I'm sorry, I was reading Twitter. Kids were playing Nerf guns in his yard. We're recording live? Yeah, yeah we're, we're recording. Live. And so what Joe Mixon Kids did? were playing Nerf guns in Joe Mixon's yard. Joe Mixon came outside and blasted some kid with a Nerf gun. With no, a, no, he had a real gun, but the kid had a Nerf gun. Yeah. You're making it sound like you just shot him with a Nerf gun like he was fine. That, but no. No, he had a Joe Mixon and real <laughs> so, guns. So you're saying Joe, Joe Mixon brought a gun to a Nerf gun fight? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a lot of the running backs that are always on my 69er squad. We had Kareem Hunt one year, took us to the fantasy football playoffs, and the year that we were going to play in the conference championship to go to the Shield. And then I have other reports saying that it's fake news from what you expect. There we go, Pat. Cut me off again for the 30th time this episode. But anyways, as I was saying, CTE has a lot of problems in the NFL. This is going to be an ongoing issue, I think, for years to come. Like, you have Antonio Brown, who is losing his mind. No one wants to talk to me. You guys are just... We're trying all right, to... All right, we're, we're trying to figure out if this is real. Yeah. It's hard to tell right now. <laughs> After that breaking news, we're going OTROT. Shaw, what's your OTROT? So my OTROT this week is this article I just found about 300 dogs who roam the streets around Chernobyl. Really? And they're kind of just chilling and doing their own thing. Scientists are trying to study them and figure out something. I don't know what they're trying to figure out from them. They're dogs, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear dogs. Wait, they just let them loose from Chernobyl? Do you think there's like No, a... they live around there. Oh. It's just when people left, the dogs just kind of hung around, and these dogs haven't died, and they find food somehow. Huh. Is that it? Yeah, I didn't finish reading the whole article, so that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Rope, what do you got? 
All right, as Shaw likes to call me, I guess, for watching this show on HBO, which I really find interesting. It's newsworthy, gives all perspectives, but Shaw likes to call me a libtard for watching Bill Maher on HBO. (laughs) There he goes, laughing. Yep. Anyways, Bill Maher had some great guests this episode. He had Bernie Sanders to open with, had just a sit-down interview with Bernie Sanders talking about you know just the same old same old bernie sanders writing a book he wasn't sure if he's gonna run for 2024 election or not but maybe but anyways then they go to the panel and i'm not sure the name yet of the guy but it was a guy from msnbc um that i guess maybe wrote a book or something but then he had russell brand on who was electric and russell brand was like calling out msnbc for being propagandist fox news for being propagandist and he was also like talking about how uh just like the difference and the similarities between uk nation and u.s nation how like they're both polarized right now and everything is different and i'm not wanting to talk about politics like i don't consider myself a liberal a conservative god Honestly, definitely not conservative, but I don't know. Not not fully liberal. <laughs> I'm just a fucking American that wants to have a fucking beer with whoever, sit down, conversate, and get past these differences. Because I hate that we're a divided nation. I hate that people say that, and I want us to be a united nation again. That's my TED Talk. Thank beer, you. Beer will unite this nation. Beer, absolutely. Bars. There is nothing wrong with beer. And no. I called you a lib because the clip you showed me was of Bernie Sanders, Russell Brand. Well, that was their overtime. And then that was the what's overtime his name? on Bill, YouTube. Bill Mayer. Bill Maher. He was talking about veganism and the meat industry and the cruelty of animals, and I really just wasn't ha- having that. <laughs> All right, going from that, <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to get on the positive note here. Oh, I know, I and mean, it is positive. There's no, I, I'm trying to change the subject. Okay, well, you're changing the subject, but all I'm just saying is it's a great podcast or episode on HBO. You can listen on podcast. What's his too. name? Bill Mayer. Bill Maher. All right. Bill M A H E R. Mayer Maher. However, you fucking want to say it. He's electric. <laughs> And he has electric gas, and yeah, maybe he leans liberal or left, but That's it's okay. still he has gas on that give both sides. And I, I see Pat shaking his head, not even interested in the discussion because it's not very political at all. And that's fine. That's fine. But I just wanted to show that there, there's an electric. I swear to God, you guys should, you two should watch it. Russell Brand on there, like he was a comedian. Very all funny. right, Switzerland producer Pat. Switzerland. Yeah, let's get your. We're OTR switching. OT. We're switching lands over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my OTROT, Ted Lasso coming out on next week, right? Rope March fifteenth. Didn't Roper say that last week? No, he talked about pickleball. Oh, okay. We have nine days. We have nine days until Ted Lasso. And this is season three or four. Season, so season three. three. Probably the, the final one? season. The final season, yes. It's so, it's coming out, and there's a preview, a good trailer on. What team is Nate with now? Because didn't he leave? He's, He's West, West Ham. Ham. 
Spoilers. Put spoilers ahead of it. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Nate is indeed with West Ham, and he was basically transformed into the version of Jose Mourinho. Because that's like how they... Like, uh, and that's been a... He's a like, young Jose Mourinho? Yeah. I mean, that's how, like, how the show has <laughs> been going. Like, I don't know if you guys have caught on, but like Roy Kent's based off of Roy Keane in real right. life. Jamie Tart's based off of Jamie, Jamie Vardy. Vardy. Right. There's just plenty of like different, you know, people in the show that are based off people in real well, life. Well, Jamie Vardy went from like, AFC what? Richmond to Manchester City. But he's no. back right? AFC Richmond. He's... I know. I'm just saying that they used an actual team's name. Yeah, I know. I know that. They Is every all... other team a real name besides AFC Richmond? Correct. Yeah, yes. they had Tottenham in an episode. They played Tottenham in the FA Cup and beat them for Jamie Tart, like 40-yard free kick. I guess Shaw needs to catch up on his Ted Lasso. I know. I don't think three. I finished watching season two. Oh, you need oh, to. That's a shame. It's a great, it's a great show. But I, uh, I'm very excited for season three. I saw the trailer. Rope, do you see the trailer? Yeah, it looks great. They're definitely gonna like go to West Ham and show how yeah. Rupert, the evil owner that used to own West or Richmond, with the and cheated on his wife. Right. Um, he owns West Ham. He's gonna get some screen time uh, more with Nate at West Ham, West Ham, whatever you want to call it. They're definitely gonna play AFC Richmond at some point. Because Richmond, that's how they ended season two, is back in the Premier League. Right? They're back, baby. Dude, I didn't finish you season two. Believe believe. Dude, what the fuck? I just told you that. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, Drunk Roper likes to spoil things a little bit. I said spoilers. Nick could have <laughs> walked out of a room. Shaw had every opportunity to walk out of a room. I said spoilers alert. That is true. Yeah, but I think that uh, wraps up our show. Doesn't wraps it? up this episode. Wraps up the episode. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Lucast314. And Russell and Brand this live on Mil- stream this Sunday. Russell Brand on Mil- Bill Mott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. But seriously, live episode Sunday. Tune in, guys. Twitch? What's the Twitch? It's going to be Lucast314, and YouTube's also going to be Lucast314. That's sure. Twitch and YouTube? Yes. We're going to go right. through the bracket live. We're gonna pick the craziest upsets. Yeah, we're gonna all pick our. Roper's own gonna get a perfect bracket, and we're all gonna post our bracket picture on 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 Twitter to see who has the best one. I think we should each get at least two or three. Or no, we're just gonna have a combined bracket. Well, no, well, no. I'm man. saying if we fill out, we should fill out like multiple. Well, on there, I'm. F- I'm filling out 25. All right. So. Well, that's to to be discussed. <laughs> All right. So we're then, each gonna also, fill out. I, one last thing I want to say is we're gonna have a big ESPN tournament challenge online available to join. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So DM us if you want to be in it. We well, we're, we can just post it live, make it public, right? Right. But we no, need we're, people we're, that are. Pay- well, we're it's gonna, gonna have be a, paid. It's gonna, gonna be a, a money. money thing. Oh, we can do a free so one. If you want to get in on this. Yeah, yeah no, we want to. We no, it's not going to be free. We're going to yeah. do money only, and you have to pay. So D, DM us if you want to, if you want to be a part of the uh, bracket challenge that we're. Oh, we do. have fifty people. What if we just did a free one and gave away a prize? We could do that too. Well, well, all right, all right, we're 
We're in the process of discussing this. To be determined. This. To, to be, be determined. determined. But we may have a free one, and a, there's going to be a paid one for yeah, sure. Yeah, there is going to be a paid one. We're If we get enough engagement for a free one, we'll see. Yes. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up, and stay tuned for our Sunday live episode. First ever live episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon, St. Louis. Almost heaven. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain.